Um, my name is Eugene. I'm glad to be here this morning. Uh, Pastor Paul, Miss Wendy, thank you for having me to uh, teach this morning. Thank you all for being here this morning. Thank you for blessing me to come before you and to teach this morning. Um, this morning is going to be kind of laid back, but exciting. Um, I'm going to cause you to think this morning. I'm going to cause you to think throughout this whole entire uh, new year that is coming up because, um, what's up, Todd? That's my man Todd right there. I, I love my man right there. He caused me to think about something that, um, if I can share it, if you don't mind. Uh, last week, uh, the Lord has been really dealing with my heart about um, being a child, basically. Being a child, having humility, um, getting into his presence. Um, I know most of us are real independent, grown. I think you're grown. You want to use that word? We feel like we can do what we want to do, say what we want to say, act the way we want to act. But God is looking for a heart that is, have an attitude heart of being a child. Well, this morning, uh, let's pray this morning, and uh, we're going to get into the teaching. Amen? Dear Lord, I thank you for blessing us to be in your presence this morning. I thank you for all the things that you're doing in our lives. I thank you for blessing our hearts to seek you and to hear from you, God. Open up our eyes that we may see. Open up our ears that we may hear. Open up our hearts that we may receive your word. Let me decrease. Let you increase. Bless us all spiritually, physically, mentally, and financially. Order our footsteps. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being here this morning. We thank you for blessing us to be in your presence and to worship you, God, in your magnificent majesty. Because you are glorious. You are worthy. You are awesome, God. Without you, we can do nothing. Without you, we are nothing. We totally depend on you, God. As we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and enter into your course with praise, I ask that you would just allow us to be able to receive your word and to be doers of your word and not just hearers only. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you and we love you. Amen. Uh, this morning, if you got your Bibles, your iPhones, your phones, I'm Blackberry Nation. I, I'm Blackberry for life. So y'all can talk about the Blackberry. I love Blackberry. There's things on Blackberry we haven't even tapped into yet. But I'm not promoting Blackberry. Yes, I am. But I love Blackberry. But anyway, uh, let's turn to Matthew 18. Matthew 18, verses 1 through 4. Matthew 18, verses 1 through 4. And then we're going to go to Matthew 21, 15 through 6 and 16. Matthew 21, verse 15 and verse 16. When you got it, say amen. Matthew 18, verse 1 through 4. At the time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little children and had him stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth. Unless you change and become like little children, 
you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Unless you become like a little child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Let's go to Matthew 21. Verse 15 and 16. And it reads, But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did, which is Jesus, the children shouting in the temple area, Hosanna, 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 Hosanna. Everybody say Hosanna. Hosanna. It's like us just worshiping God this morning. We're just worshiping him as his children. I love that. Mm. To the son of David, they were angry. Let me run it down for you. The disciples was asking Jesus, how can they be first in the kingdom? And then you had the religious leaders and the teachers um, was angry at Jesus because the children was calling his name out, Hosanna, Hosanna. I can't understand that. How can you be angry for somebody that is walking around, performing miracles, doing things that is pertaining to what they believe in? They know about God. They know about the teachings. They know about the law. How can you be mad because somebody else is doing what God has placed in their heart to do? I didn't understand that when I was reading this. But it occurred to me that they had a lot of knowledge. They had a lot of wisdom. They had a lot of teaching. They had a lot of influence. And even the disciples, they, they was around Jesus. They, they knew what Jesus was all about. They stuck by him through the thick and the thin. They was their right-hand man. It was like, you know, they, they knew about what Jesus was about. They, knew, they had his heart and everything. But at the same time, they still were selfish. Because they wanted to be first in the kingdom. They wanted to know, how can I be first? And this morning, a lot of things was talking about how, you know, Miss Renee was talking about how, you know, it's not about us. It's not about her and all of that. You know, sometimes we do think it's about us. But our attitude is wrong. The disciples and the religious teachers' attitude was wrong. That's why Jesus knew how to correct people with humility, but at the same time get his point across and still be assertive about it. The title of my message this morning is called Love Like a Child. Love Like a Child. How are we as children of God now that we are grown and independent? Do we still have a childlike love for God or as or, or, or do we have a, a casual love with God? I want you all to think about that for a minute. We're so grown. We're so independent. We, we rely on ourselves for everything. But at the same time, do we have a childlike love for God? Or do we have an attitude of having a relationship with God is just casual? It's like, you know... Uh, like, I'll come to you only when I need something, God. I'll, I'll thank you only when good things happen for me. And help me now because 
I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. You know, you know what I'm saying? Is, is it like that? Really? We come to church every Sunday. We are in our community groups. We're being taught the word of God. There's nothing more wonderful that, than that because God is able to teach you how to have a heart like a child. To get out of yourself. That's what the gathering is all about. It's, it's, the gathering is showing you how we need to be about, not about ourselves, but about God and about others. That's why we pray for one another. That's why we talk to one another. That's why we encourage one another. Because humility is the key thing. It teaches you that it's not about you. You know what? That, you, know, you know, the case might be that, you know, we are on different levels, which we are. We, we are all on different levels. I understand that. But the, love, but the love I'm talking about is an attitude a child has when he or she loves with no motive attached to it. Without reservations. Now, just like I said, we all might be on different levels, which is fine, but I believe that this question applies to all of us. Do I love God as his child? I want y'all to think about that. Do I love God as his child? Because to me, children are naturally drawn to develop relationships. Children are very sensitive they know when something is going wrong with their mother or their father. Children speak the truth in innocence. Not because, you know, they want to try to be grown and keep it real, so-called, tell you how they feel. Children are ones that try to overcome evil. Children like to be around their parents, interacting with them. You know, me, me and my wife, we're about to adopt. I'm so excited because you see how the God, you see how God just like got the thing in order. It's like when I was a child, my parents was over me and taught me all the things that I needed so that I may be able to teach my children. It was like they, they was in a situation where they was a child and they had to learn how to be a child and they had to learn how to develop and, 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 and grow up and then teach their children to do the same thing. So now I'm in that position. So me and my wife, we were about to adopt and I'm so excited because, you know, I'm going to be able to teach my daughter some good values, some, some good things about life and 
how to be godly, how to be a godly young lady and, and, and how to have humility and how to have trust and how to have love and how to be independent. I'm excited. You know, in the commentary in Matthew, it talks about how the disciples must have forgotten what Jesus said about children because Jesus wanted little children to come to him because he loves them and because they have the kid-like attitude. Say kid-like attitude. Do, do you have a kid-like attitude? You know, most of y'all, when I come in here, you know, y'all see me smiling and, and laughing and choking. I, I think sometimes I think I play too much, but, you know, that's, that's just the kid in me. You know what I mean? That's because that's the way I want to be, really. I mean, it, it, it really doesn't benefit me nothing about being doom and gloom, you know, and stuff like that, you know. But have a childlike attitude. Needed to approach God. The children approach God with a childlike attitude. All adults need the heart and attitude of a child when seeking God. Do we have that? Trust me, by no means, I'm close to that. I struggle with that from time to time. Listen to what children's heart and attitudes are. They don't hold grudges. They trust. They act silly. They are humble, unworldly. They laugh, unworldly. It, it surprised me when I, when I, when I looked at some, um, some information about how children's attitudes are because unworldly, I wasn't expecting to, to see that unworldly because we use that a lot in church. You know, the world, you're of the world, you're unworldly, you know, you're of the world, this, that, and the other. Being in the world, but you can't be of the world, this, that, and the other. As grown adults, we have lost the sense of urgency of what it's like to rest and enter into God's presence. The reason why is because our heart have become hard to where it has become conditioned to worldly desires. Wow. But children's hearts are unworldly, but our hearts are worldly because we've grown. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown woman. You can't tell me nothing. Really? Dude, who you think you talking to? You talking to me? I'm a grown man standing here. You're going to have some respect for me. Yeah, okay. We worry, we stress, we work hard, we pay bills. We pay bills. How can... I make more money. That's what I worry about. How can I make some more money? As being grown, I want more money. I want more things. Oh, man, Black Friday and all of that stuff. And I was standing in line. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I didn't. <laughs> I was at Walmart. I needed a TV. 
My wife needed a whole bunch of other stuff. I just needed a TV and a grill. I didn't even know she was going to give me a grill, though, but it's exciting. But, but it, was just, it was just a simple thing, just standing in that line for like three hours. For three hours standing in line just to receive like five, six bo- big boxes. It's a lot. Now, I understand we all have responsibilities, but sometimes we get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life, and our hearts are not on God. They're not on God. And Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's what Jesus was saying. Seek him with all your heart. And you will find him. My parents used to have this saying, you think you're grown. Or you, or you, try, to, you, you try to be grown. Have you ever had your parents to say something like that to you? Because they feel like, you know, you know, you feel like you want to, like, buck up your chest a little bit and, you know, want Roll your eyes at your mother and all of that stuff. Grown. Are you grown? Or you try to seek for that humility to be like a child. I love the men in this church. Not to take away from the women because I I love the females because of their wisdom from my female's point of view. But the men in this church, I get a chance to humble myself before each and every one of y'all because it teaches me that I don't have to be hard, that I don't, that I don't have to try to betray to be tough all the time because that's not what it's all about. Humility. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to groan. <laughs> God is saying, you are too grown. That's what God is saying to us. We are too grown. I like the southern term. You too big for your britches. Wow. So you don't hear that up in the north. You don't hear that. You don't hear that. Too big for your britches. That's what God is saying. You're too grown. Your hearts and minds are on the wrong things and in the wrong places. Love like a child. Love like a child. I got a couple of video, well, I got a video clip I want to show y'all. And with this video clip, is it's going to show you about how, how children are. Let's take a look at it. Wow. Little children, you see how they think? You see their attitude of humility? How they have fun? How they think about God? How they think about their parents? That's how we do. That's how we think. That's how we think about God. God is kind of silly sometimes. 
God, it's crazy because we go through all of this. But he's funny. He's just. He's loving. He's strict. Not strict, meaning like he's going to whip you. But he makes sure we stay on the right path. He makes sure that we seek him. We keep our perspectives where they need to be. And then at the end, you see, you got, you got you saying, I love you. I care about you. Humility. Then as a grown girl, being 23, 24 years old, still having a heart to say that God, or telling her father that, you know, I know I say I didn't want to be like you, but I am like you because you placed all of these things in me. That's the way we are. That's the way we should be. God, I know that you placed all of these things in me. I know that I'm so much like you. I know that's why you're carrying me through a lot of things so that I can be humble enough so that you can teach me how to be more like you, to have a heart like a child. If you got your note sheets, let's take out note sheets. I got a couple of things that loving like a child should be like. Ways a child love. Ways a child love. They fully believe. Fully believe. Completely trust. They completely trust. They be humbled. They are humbled. Then I have ways a father receives love. He's honored. That's what God wants us to take the time to honor him, to worship him, to give him thanks. He's thankful. God is thankful to have each and every one of us as his children. Third, again, humility. A father has humility because he knows the responsibility that he has towards his children to raise them in the right way. He wants to raise them in the right way. He wants to make sure that they're going in the right direction. And then I have ways God gives love. Ways God gives love. He's protective. The Bible says, nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Nothing shall separate us from the love of God. He's given. God is given. He says, all spiritual gifts have been given to you. God has given each and every one of us spiritual gifts, spiritual blessings. Next, he's loving. God is loving. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. But it's not about this, it's, it's, it's about the ultimate love that God has for us to give up his only son. I mean, can you imagine giving up your only child? 
That's what a parent does. A parent will lay down their life for their children. That's the ultimate love. And then there's another thing where Jesus talked about where will a brother lay his life down for his other brother. That's like, I mean, that's like some street type stuff. That's like, you know, me and Pastor Paul, we go out somewhere and all of a sudden something happened. And I'm like, you know what? Hold on. Hold on, Pastor Paul. You know what? If you're going to take his life, you're going to have to take my life. Yes. Because <laughs> actually I had that happen to me a long time ago. I was at a, I was at a, a house party. It was like one way in and one way out house party. I was just standing on the wall, talking to my friends, whatever like that. They wasn't even my friends, but I was just socializing and stuff like that. Next thing you know, a guy come up to me and just punched me in the face. Just for no reason. Maybe because he was jealous of me. I don't know. I knew the dude. But then, I wasn't just going to let him stand there and punch me again. So then we went at it. But then his boy came around and put 245s to my head. So then that's when my guard brother stepped in and said, yo, if you're going to shoot him, you're going to shoot me. That was it. My guard brother was willing to lay his life on the line for my life. I have no business being there anyway. My, grandma, my grandparents had went, came to North Carolina. I took the keys, made copies, stayed at their house. While I was at my mother's house, stayed at their house, and went to the party. So that was God's hand. But laying down his life for you. You lay down your life for your children. God will always see you as his children even being grown. You, you're grown. Your parents will always see you as their little boy, little girl. I don't care how grown you get. Boy, I don't care how grown you get. Girl, I'm your, girl, I don't care how grown you get. You're going to do what I tell you to do. You know how it is, your parents? That's what a father does. That's what a mother does. I don't care if you're five or 40. You are God's child. Have a child heart attitude. It's a heart change, beloved. A heart change. God is always referring to the heart. The reason why you found out in the last uh, two points when I was talking about humility, I did that on purpose. Because it shows you how a child and adult still have to have humility. No matter what, you can't get away from it. One way or another, throughout your whole entire life, it's going to catch up with you. It's going to catch up with you so many times that you, God is going to make you say, boom, I humble myself before you. I don't care if you're at work, you still got people over you. You still have to be humble. You have to have some sense of humility. You have to have some sense of a childlike attitude. Even with younger people, 
Because it shows you that it's not about you. Love like a child with love. Why would God be saying this to you? The reason why, maybe, that some of us might not be children of God. Now, but he, but he wants you to be, though. But he wants you to be. He wants you to be his child. But some of us may not be. In John 3.3, 3, Jesus said, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom. He said that in Matthew 18. Unless you be like a little child, you will not enter the kingdom. I don't know how many times he said that throughout Matthew. He made plenty of references throughout Matthew, in Matthew, about people wanting to be in the kingdom. Now, everybody wants to get to heaven, and everybody will get to heaven. But people don't think about this. This, I mean, you ask the question, you ask people, well, do you want to go to heaven? They'd be like, yeah. Are you going to get to heaven? Yeah. But people don't think. Everybody's going to get to heaven. But it doesn't mean you're going to stay there. Because you forgot you still got to be judged and all of that stuff by Jesus. Just like I said, some of us might be on different levels, and that's cool. But God wants you to be a child of God. And if, you, if you're not saved right now, if you're not saved, I want you to think about that. We're all going to get to heaven, but that don't mean you're going to stay there. Because it says it in John 3.3. 3. Jesus said, unless you was born again, ye will not see the kingdom of heaven. With eyes closed and heads bowed, if you haven't accepted Jesus in your heart, I want y'all to think about what I said. Because that's very important. God wants you to be his child. It's a heart thing. It's not a grown thing. The way you see being a grown thing. If you haven't received Jesus in your heart, just raise your hand, please. I got another invitation. Do you want that childlike attitude? Some of us, we struggle with that. And it's going to be a going on process. But we can pray, our way, pray with each other 
to help us to deal with it a little bit better so that we can humble ourselves, so that we can be able to get into God's presence and to have humility, to seek God, to trust him. Just raise your hand. Thank you. I see you. For those that raise their hand to have the attitude of a child, will you just please stand? This is not to try to embarrass you or anything like that. Because I'm in it too. I need it too. I'm just going to pray. And if you want, you can get with the person, get with the person sitting next to you and pray with them also. Father God, I thank you for blessing us to be in your presence. I thank you for giving us a heart and an attitude of humility, of having a childlike attitude. To know that we have to seek you and to love you and to trust you and to depend on you and to rely on you for every single thing, God. And to know that humility is not about being grown, it's not about getting our way, but it's about how we love you, how we trust you, how we depend on you. I thank you, God, for blessing us to be your child. Thank you for blessing us to be your children. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for helping us to deal with being a child so that we be more like children that is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you and we love you. Amen.